0: It's time for bold weekend
1: predictions on In the Zone. This week's Beat Brandon Challenge is live over at BetterEdge.com. $3 to enter. We're picking 10 games across the NFL. All three Saturday games, and then my seven favorite from Sunday. Great way to bet on all the big games for just a few bucks, and you've got a real chance to win here. All you have to do to win is beat my record against the spread. It's that easy. Find the link on our Zone Heads group page or pinned to the top of my Twitter account, at Brandon Kravitz, and a special thanks to Better Edge for putting all of that together, your go-to spot, your go-to alternative or sports betting as we are now legal in the state of Florida. All right, Tyler, are you ready to make some bold weekend predictions? I wait all week for this, BK. Let's do it. All right. um, My first is going to be I will drink at least 10 of these zone heads, 35 tall boys between tonight and Sunday evening. I think I'm going to start there. Feeling pretty good about that. 10, ten sounds like a lot, but when you start to break it up over the course of a couple of days, got a Christmas get-together tomorrow with the in-laws, and then Sunday, NFL action. So I'm thinking between tonight will get me off to a pretty good start, and then we'll see if I'm able to cap it
0: off. But ten sounds about right. This isn't good bet, bad bet, but that might be the best bet that you've ever made right there. I mean, a good weekend of NFL football. Not We might be without college football now. But now, I mean, fantasy football, playoffs on the line, and you get an entire weekend. You get a full Saturday and full Sunday of NFL action, meaning fantasy action. Fantasy can be a bit more uh, live, a bit more competitive when you have a nice zone at 35 going down the the hatch. So uh, I'm completely with you. I've already got my four packs, and, oh, yeah, these things are in trouble this weekend.
1: Yeah, come and hang out. We've are uh, we, we get the party starting right when we go off the air at 6 o'clock, and uh, we'll be here clean through the night. That is Hourglass Brewing on Curry Ford. All right, I started with a layup. I mean, I'm not even, not even sure how
0: bold that is, but you, you go ahead. I'm going with DJ Moore to have a monster game for Chicago against this tough Browns defense this weekend. I think the numbers that I'm going to set, he's going to have at least nine receptions, and he's going to go – for 100 plus yards. Now I mentioned this Browns defense is one of the best in the league. Um, putting in a fantasy perspective, they give up the second fewest fantasy points to wide receiver uh, per uh, per game this season. But Fields has been relying. Fields has been relying more on DJ Moore. As we've seen this year, um, they've they've become more and more comfortable in the second half when it feels like the Bears' backs are up against the wall, if you will, on the year. There's all this draft talk about Justin Fields fighting for his job and playing for his career, essentially, with them most likely having two of the top picks in this upcoming draft. So DJ Moore, over nine receptions and 100 yards receiving.
1: Wow, that would be a big-time stat line, perfect time for those that have him in fantasy football i got to i got to double check make sure i'm not playing against this guy see if i can uh cheer you on throughout the course of the weekend i'm in two, i'm in two big fantasy playoffs i'm playing the same person my friend mike from uh south florida and wow. yeah he doesn't have no no dj i don't have to worry about dj more but yeah same person so hopefully i can take out my same friend twice in, uh, in, in two of these leagues But DJ Moore, tough matchup I'm not exactly sure what the weather is supposed to look like In Cleveland The The Bears were one of those The Bears plus three were one of those bets I was flirting with for locks this week I like the way this team has been playing So definitely bold Given the fact that the Browns have been good defensively But uh, this is a team That let the Jags get loose last week So maybe they're uh, maybe they're Starting to slip just a little bit uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in the football realm as well. I'll go. Patrick Mahomes is gonna rage throw for over 400 yards on Sunday against the New England Patriots. Not sure what the what this looks like in terms of the game itself. I could totally see a blowout for the Chiefs, or or maybe their offense stalls out as it has been uh, against this tough New England defense. I also think that at any point the Patriots could just quit on their coach, the way that the Chargers quit on Brandon Staley because of how bad things are going. But I see Mahomes having a monster day. This guy has been angry and full of rage all week long because of how last week went. He hasn't had calls go his way for the past couple. I think he puts the, uh, the onus on himself. He gets his team to f- truly lock in and he's got to find a way to get these receivers. I don't know if he's got to put sticky super glue on their hands or what, but he's got to find a way to get these guys to hold on to the football uh, because if he's not able to do that, he'll never get to 400 yards. But we haven't seen Mahomes do that in a minute. I'm
0: going over 400 yards passing for Patrick Mahomes. I like it. Bold enough, even though it involves Patrick Mahomes, still bold enough uh, with the 400 that it's perfect take for this segment. Talk about a pissed-off guy and a pissed-off team. I'm going to Tua Tungvaloa and the Miami Dolphins. I thought for sure I was going to see this on your locks list this week. They get the Jets at home, just eight-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm not going to say they double it, but they win by at least two scores against the Jets. They put their home record on the line last week, lost in a bad way to the Tennessee Titans. Tua looked awful without his guy Tyreek Hill out there. It's going to be a motivated group to prove that this is the one thing that we were given credit for, is that we could win at home. They're going to do that this week against the Jets and in a dominant fashion. Who The Jets, again, riding a bit high. They played dominantly against C.J. Shroud and the uh, Texans last week. C.J. Shroud did lead that game with an injury, led to a 30-6 to win for the Jets. The Dolphins are a different story. I like the Dolphins to, with a big bounce-back win. They win by two scores over a divisional rival, which, by the way, the Jets, I think the number was they have lost their last 10 games against AFC opponents, and it hasn't been particularly close. Give me the Dolphins to win by two scores over the Jets.
1: They did a great job the last time they they played the Jets. I did not even consider putting this in because last week absolutely spooked me when it came to what I saw from the Dolphins, and we still don't have a practicing Tyreek Hill. He hasn't practiced all week. If he's not out there, this offense is different. They just lost one of their best offensive linemen, their center. How important is that position? Uh, and, and Tua – Two is a really good, accurate quarterback, but when things start to break down around him, he doesn't have that second gear where, uh, where where he can really make the magic happen. And it's one thing if you're going up against a bad defense, the Jets aren't that. So I do worry about the Dolphins this weekend. And Zach Wilson, he played some pretty good football last week. I actually think this game is going to be close. If If I was going to be on any side, I would be on the Jets, but I'm not betting the Jets, so... Um, not sure I can meet you there. Let's go to the basketball world. We got the Magic taking on the Celtics. You're going to be working the game tonight over at the uh, artist formerly known as the Amway Center Studios. By the way, what are you going to call? Um, what are you going to call that building today? Because there's there's already... no name right now. But you're on an official Magic broadcast, so you gotta you can't like joke around with it and call it the the cauldron like we would.
0: <laughs> oh, don't worry. I might have thrown in a little bit of a of zone head suggestions in my, uh, in my pregame here coming up just about an hour and a half. Um, no, so we have the clearance to say the Amway Center until Wednesday. So I think for lack of creative purposes, it's going to continue to be the Amway Center and Amway Center, Center Studios just for the time being until the 20th.
1: Okay, well, that's good to know. Um, all right. Welcome back to the cauldron. <laughs> Okay. Uh, But I'm going to say the Magic take one of two in Boston, which is not a bold prediction. Fully admit that. I can hear the people's champ, Stefan, who's probably driving to hourglass as we speak, going, this is not bold, Kravitz, but this is. The one win they get, whether it's tonight or whether it's on Sunday, and I think they've got a much better chance of doing it tonight given the recent schedule for the Boston Celtics. I think they win in blowout fashion. I think they're winning by 15-plus. They will smoke the Celtics in one of these games. It's just a matter of when will it happen. I'm thinking it happens tonight. They smoke Boston. Boston finally able to exec some revenge the next time they play uh, a couple of days from now. So I say Magic take one of two, but they win one in blowout fashion.
0: Wow, yeah, that, that is bold. This is a Celtics team that is the last undefeated team at home on the year. They're 12-0 and 0 at the TD Garden. An interesting note, nugget, if you will, on the Boston Celtics, all of the opponents that they played at home this season, which they have won every game, has been an Eastern Conference opponent. All of those opponents currently sit in the standings in the top 12 of the conference. All but one team the Celtics have left to beat in front of them, and that is who is currently in the three spot in the Orlando Magic. So an interesting thing, a, a bit of extra motivation, if any, is needed for this game. I like to take this as a uh, – the Magic went in, and the, there was a less of a Magic team last season, went up to Boston when Boston was on a similar role, beat them twice in the exact same scenario, a Friday night game, Sunday afternoon game, two-game weekend baseball series – and the magic got it done they're already one up on them this year i think the magic get at least one and the magic get to say they beat the last undefeated team at home out on the road so i I, i can't wait to get things going i'm gonna uh throw in one more nfl one here because you mentioned rashad white earlier 100 yards rushing with a touchdown i think this weekend, the Packers have struggled to stop the run since Week Ten. They've given up 170 rushing yards per game, the second most in the league over that span. Rashad White is on a roll; uh, he's been reliable this year. So, with, even with Baker, you never quite know what you're going to get. Rashad White has been the consistent threat on the ground, 100 yards and a score for Rashad White.
1: I think Rashad White's going to have a great game. Completely agree. I'm going to roll that right into one of my running back bold predictions. Jameer Gibbs, number one running back in fantasy this week in PPR. So however he goes about uh, getting it, whether it's via catches, yards, I think he'll get into the end zone. I think he's the highest scoring running back this week. If you look at the totality of the season, the Denver Broncos have been the worst defense against opposing running backs in fantasy football. Now the last couple of weeks they've been better, but I need Jameer Gibbs to go off. I've got him in two of my three playoff situations this weekend, so I am wishing this and willing this into existence. Jameer Gibbs, take us home. Take us into the next round. Number one running back in fantasy this weekend, and if we're playing this back on Monday and I'm right, I'm going to be in a damn good mood.
0: I like you. I'm I'm, I'm riding with you, Gibbs, there. It's definitely been a... Uh, A different Jameer Gibbs in a fantasy production and production for the Lions over the last couple of weeks. He's finally seen that uptick, hasn't scratched that RB1 level quite yet on the year. It's ambitious to say, if you will, for a rookie running back, but the Lions are going to need it this weekend if they want to come out with that kind of bounce back dominant win at home that I do see them having this week. So I'm with you there on Gibbs. We, if we have time to sneak in one more, I'm taking that the Texans as a whole rush for at least 200 rushing yards against the Titans. Uh, CJ Stroud are most likely out this week for the Texans. They're going to be relying on the run game, 200-plus rushing yards as a unit for the Texans.
1: And I'll wrap with one that is actually in the baseball world. The Dodgers will acquire another big name over the weekend and one that's going to shock all of us. They're not done yet. They added Tyler Glass now. Now they have Otani. They've got all this extra money. They're like me at Ruth's Chris with a gift card. Just load it up. You want lobster tail? Add lobster tail. You want $10 garlic butter on that steak? Throw it on there. The Dodgers are just going to continue to load it up, and they'll have another name by the time we get back here on Monday. Those are our bold weekend predictions. We zone out
0: next.